You're listening to the Totally Buzzed Podcast. Hello! And welcome to episode three of the Totally Buzzed Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Laura, and I'm joined, we'd actually say regular host because she's making her return, and two means regular, it's Kaylee! Hey, hello. How are you doing? Sorry, I probably should sound more upbeat like you, like, hello! I only I cast you for your enthusiasm and it's good to see you every time every time it's hello yeah I do all the big hello and then you're like sup hi hi I'm just I'm just trying to be that you know unique kid that's just like mysterious oh see I got more Ross from Friends energy when he enters (laughs) oh when he goes really depressed oh no it's not even Ross it's that guy who looks like Ross yeah Ross that's, oh. Yeah, that's oh. that's the energy you're bringing. I'm being Rossi, you're being Russ, and I'm, I'm not. I don't. Okay, know okay, okay. I need to get rid of these vibes because I don't want that to my name. All right. Oh. Hello. Hi. Excellent. And now I will tell you. Now I become Rachel. I'm just going to continue over now. If this is the first time tuning in, you may have just tuned off as someone had a sort of mental breakdown there. But, but we're at Totally Buzzed Podcast in association with www.totallybuzzed.co.uk. This podcast drops every Monday to cure your case of the Mondays because in it we discuss all the weird and wonderful stories, the TikToks, the memes you may miss, and all just fun random stuff that will improve your small talk game and just generally cheer you up. And seeing as Kaylee's demonstrating how much she needs cheering up, that's why she's the perfect co-host. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that you now turned into Fonz and you're just going through sitcom characters. Can't wait to see who you are by the end of this podcast. How do you, how do you cure depression? Totally buzz podcast. Look, if that ends up being our slogan, so be it. <laughs> so yes. be it. Shall we uh, try and cure people's depression and uh, give them some content and kick off with yeah, story one straight maybe, away? Uh, I was going to say, maybe we should uh, mention that I, I'm in this totally blind. I don't know what Laura's going to be telling me. So. That is true. This is the first time she's heard these random stories. So if she boos him and gets more depressed, then clearly I need to improve my game. And that's going to be <laughs> the true measure of this podcast. We're going to kick off with story one. And it comes from Sweden. You know how I like to get international. Free podcast in. I'm touring the world. Touring yeah. or pouring? A little bit of both. Because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Touring, apparently. Touring. Touring, like Tory, but touring. Oh, Jesus, don't associate me with that. I'm just going to move on. This story (laughs) comes from theinsider.com. So Swedish inmates are in a high security prison. Uh, They took two guards hostage and they demanded pizza as ransom. That's right. So basically, as this story... So there were two inmates. They're both uh, serving prison sentences for murder. So not not great people. It was a high security facility about 70 miles west of Stockholm. Don't know if you're familiar with where the place is in Sweden, Kaylee, but you might be. Stockholm rings the bell. That's, that's good enough for me. I may have quit geography in uh, year nine, but All right, you know, so inside I, get, I get names. Inside, I do point out this com- this story comes from a Swedish daily newspaper, Afrontonbladen. I might have butchered that pronunciation, but still. Anyway, the two Swedish inmates <laughs> took uh, the two guards hostage for nine hours on Wednesday. And they, uh, at first, they uh, they had razor blades and, you know, locked themselves in. So, very scary situation. You know, the helicopters come, the ambulance, the fire trucks, the special units forces were, you know, deployed and they're outside and a mediator was sent in, you know. So basically, the pair initially demanded a helicopter, as you do. You, you've seen enough movies of GTA. If you want to escape a prison, you know, the big escape thing, I have a helicopter with, you know, fueled up so you can escape. However, they later negotiated that down to 20 kebab shop pizzas for themselves and the other inmates. The pizzas were then delivered 
uh, at 4.30 in the afternoon. Um, they started taking hostage around lunchtime. And by 9.30, they had released both guards, bringing a close to the nine-hour-long hostage drama. So um, none of the guards were hurt. They got some pizza. Um, they were eventually taken to the police station for questioning because, you know, can't just be holding random guards hostage. So they went from helicopter to pizza. They did get pizza for the other inmates. A couple questions here for you reading this story. Was, do you think and maybe extra time on their sentence was worth some pizza? <laughs> I just like the idea that they were like, can I get uh, one one helicopter with a side of pepperoni? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do the helicopter. Like, you can't bring the helicopter? I'll just have the pepperoni then. Yeah, maybe just chucking some mozzarella sticks for the hell of it, you know. Um... So obviously they got extra time, but that wouldn't be because they well, wanted pizza. I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> they're going to get extra time because they've been they got called to the police station afterwards for crashing it. I mean, it's probably for threatening and holding some guards hostage for nine hours with razor blades on them. Yeah, that's more my issue where I think they might go. I just, you know what, guys? I just, oh, I was like, I just think if you threaten people with razor blades and think, I don't think they're going to get parole anytime soon. And all they got no. out of it was pizza for one day. But it's like they started off on such a high, like you know. Um, let's take some people hostage. Let's, you know, what are we going to ask for? Like, how, you know, a helicopter so escape. Let's, let's get out of this prison, you know. And then all of a sudden, they were like, "Do you know what? Kind of like myself. <laughs> I'll just have some pizza." I do like they got pizza for the other inmates. I think that was very communal. Oh, did they? they actually yeah. shared them. It was twenty kebab shop pizzas for themselves and other inmates. So, so it wasn't. It wasn't just like the um, the two Home Alone two where. Oh. Um, Kevin's in the hotel room and he keeps ordering pizza for himself. Yeah, if you're trying to argue that these murder, convicted murderers have got better morals than Kevin from Home Alone 2 just because they shared their pizza. I mean, I don't know. Kevin from Home Alone 2, he did uh, assault a lot of people. That is true. But you, there's another thing that really bugs me about this. I don't know what Sweden's mm-hmm. kebab shops are like, but if I'm going to get pizza, I want to get it from a proper pizza store. If I'm going all out, I want it <laughs> <laughs> the best pizza place. In the- I don't think the kebab shop would have the best pizza. Oh, you see this, right? But I will argue with you that I do love myself a McNugget, don't get me wrong, but there is a certain kebab shop uh, near, in one of the sort of outer towns of where I live, and their nuggets are quite on point, I will not lie. They're, they're, I think they're on par with McDonald's. So, but if you were given the choice, then you would go get me that kebab shop's nuggets. You wouldn't go McDonald's. Why? It depends what craving I have. Because sometimes I crave a McNugget, sometimes I don't. <laughs> I mean, that was an insight. That was an insight. I, I mean, the other thing I'm going to point out about this as well is how good do you reckon this mediator was? That they, because obviously he was sent in. He was the one negotiating. Do you reckon he gave him the talk going, guys, a helicopter, unrealistic. But you know what is realistic? Pizza. Supporting local businesses. Yeah, I'm not sure where the, <laughs> how you get someone. It's like we talk, in terms of scale is one thing, but you feel like you wouldn't change that you want an escape vehicle. You'd go, fine, I want a car. I'll take a Ford Focus why, at this point. Why does this just sound like the plot of a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode? You know what? If Brooklyn Nine-Nine do not... Did you know they had episode where there was the two Swedish police officers that came over? Oh my god. Do you reckon they watched it in prison and got ideas? Yeah, I, I think they did. Rosie and Yash. Oh my god. You might have cracked the case. <laughs> you might have cracked the case and it's all I'd be so innocent. funny if they did an episode like in Sweden. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I really don't think it would now because it'd be like, this is too real. Too real. 
Oh, damn it. The other thing, I guess I, I, guess I was going to say, but you've, I feel like you're going to say the answer you previously did if you had to insist on one food. So you, you, I don't know why you're in prison. I mean, there's probably many reasons, let's be honest. I don't but, know, because I know you think I'm going to say chicken nuggets. I mean, yeah, chicken nuggets are cool and everything, but my mum makes a fairly good uh, coriander chicken. So basically, right. you're in prison, the, all the police are coming, and you're like, I want my mum's chicken. So they're, they're going to swarm your mother's house and be like, cook this woman some chicken. She has our men. <laughs> Pretty much. That's I mean, that, that, that chicken could persuade me to do a lot of things. I, I don't know what's happening now in this scenario. They're getting the chicken to persuade you. After, I mean, you've took I mean, people the flavors, the flavors alone, like, oh, I can't even, cannot even explain how good this chicken is. Do you reckon that's how they feel about this pizza then? Just to get them down from a helicopter. It has to be some pretty god. Damn yeah, but pieces. like, how how long were they in prison before this happened? Well, they're both in for murder, so mm. it doesn't say how long they've been serving their sentence. It's just... I mean, if they've been there for six months, then it's kind I mean, of gray. But I mean, if they've been there for like six years and they're a bit bored, I can understand it. I will point out it's a high security prison, so it's quite a intense facility. It's not your like minor yeah. crimes. They're in there with a lot of tough criminals. I mean, they're murderers But then again, so. arguing, arguing this statement, Sweden, they have it pretty chill over in that country, like... Some of their like laws and stuff, they're like, I don't know, they, they seem to have it all figured out. So I feel like their prisons wouldn't be that. I'm looking at pictures. Like, they, they, it looks like a military camp, I will point out. There's also a okay, lot, oddly, me pictures I will send you so pictures. They visual. will be in the article that will accompany this podcast at totallybuzz.co.uk there. See, I feel like nice, you just nice. want... You just wanted the uh, picture so I could do a plug. There's also... No, I wanted the picture so I got a visual aid of what There's also a lot of caravans in the car park of this prison. I don't know what that's about. Why there's a lot of motorhomes. Maybe it's it's all their wives. (laughs) It is a little bit odd that there is a sudden influx of motorhomes around this prison. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a very interesting story. You don't really expect people to give up. I mean, if they added that mode into GTA where you start negotiating, you start with a helicopter, end with a pizza, it would be uh, quite a hoot for GTA. You're looking at the Uh, picture. I feel like it's definitely going to be one of those Trevor moments. It would definitely be a Trevor moment. I'll just have some pizza. Yeah, just give it in. It's after like you've done a really long mission and really had to fight your way to survive and then it's like, no. Yeah, with all those caravans there, it kind of looks like they're getting ready for a festival. (laughs) Maybe that was the backup. They were like, if they won't accept the pizza, we're going to put on a festival. Someone call Ed Sheeran. He's popular in Sweden. (laughs) Nice, nice. Nice, nice. Now, that's story number one. But story number two, you're going to see a theme here, Kaylee. You're going to see a theme. Oh, is it another prison story? It is another cop-related story, but this time we're going to South Africa. So um, this is basically, this happened a little while ago, but basically it's it's starting to come up in, um, they're appearing in court about it. So it's back in the news, this uh, story, if you've ever heard about it. Basically, this is coming from SA People, so I'm SA.com, which I'm assuming the SA stands for South Africa. That's my detective skills there. Um, Nice. Thank you. Uh, But two South African police officers uh, in Cape Town were arrested on kidnapping charges after they grabbed an innocent stranger off the street to replace a prisoner who had escaped under their guard. The shocked innocent man, this is what it's written, uh, found himself handcuffed in a police car accused of housebreaking and theft having been switched for the criminal. Despite protesting his innocence, the cops threw him into the cells at the police station. 
The homeless man's pleased that he had nothing, done nothing wrong, fell on deaf ears, and he spent the night behind bars until a detective arrived in the morning and realised when checking the files, listed to the man's story, that the officers had switched suspects after the man escaped. So they then arrested and charged the police officers with kidnap. Basically, they've in the court, they did hear the warrant officer saying that they were caught out as the arrested man looked nothing like the suspect. It said that basically the suspect has said that he needed medical attention and then he sort of used that opportunity to escape, you know, and uh, they drove, the officers drove around looking for him. They couldn't find him. Then they found some random guy. So they arrested him and put him in his place. Um, right. Okay. So my first question. So these police officers, are they in on this guy's escape? No, they just lost him. He got away. He tricked them. They're just, they're just incompetent. Basically, he got the better of them and they didn't want to be like, we've lost the suspect. Um, yeah, it's like it's like that thing where like you're either at work or at school or something and you're just like, you don't want to take the blame. You're kind of just like, ah, oh, yes, I didn't lose the homework. Here it is. And then it's like someone else's handwriting. Yeah. It, not, that, not that I've ever done that. I'm just using that as a... It was a very quick example worry. you came up with. It is that sort of energy. But then it's also kind of like the fact that they didn't even bother to look for someone that looked like their suspect is also quite... And you're just like, oh, this guy will do... But then it didn't make me think. I don't know about you. I mean, but have you seen when they have e-fits and they don't look human and the person they're looking for, you know, like wanted oh, posted. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of energy. Because in my head when I read this, I was like, wonder if the e-fit of the original suspect or the drawing they had of him or the photo just looked like some, you know, generic, like, oh, yeah, you yeah. do. I mean. But you think, you'd think the guy that they had in custody or whatever, the original criminal, you think they'd have a photo of him? You'd think so, because they... I don't know what the procedure is. You know, I assume like they, it's like they take in the picture of the person yeah. as they come in, don't they? I assume that would be the same in South Africa. I'm not familiar with South African procedures. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I I guess that's that. But it's also the fact that it's like you'd be in there. But how many times do you hear people in prison? Oh, I don't. I haven't been to prison. That sounds like I've been to prison often. But I imagine there's prisons and jails are filled with a lot of people going. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It's kind yeah. of lucky the detective was observant enough to go, that isn't who I was meant to be interviewing and had a good eye for faces. Because I imagine they probably hear that like, okay, sure. They just picked you off the street, did they? Oh, okay. like, that, that, that guy definitely didn't have a beard yesterday. <laughs> it's a quick grower. Uh, yeah, there's also the fact that the guy who committed the crime is just in the wind. Oh, so they haven't caught him. No, there's been no update on that. They just got away. Which Yeah, I think I think these uh these police officers are a bit um Well I mean they're being charged as criminals. I mean kidnapping charges and stuff like that. That's So this is why I'm asking if they're involved. No, no, they're being charged. Or are they, they getting charged for kidnapping the homeless guy? Yeah, basically, because he spent the night ah. in jail and they put him in there. They they're getting charged on that. Because obviously you can't just pick up people and lock them in rooms, whether you're part of the law or not. Do you know what this is like? This is like when you have like um, the named brand cereal and the one that's like the bit of a knockoff. So you have like Cocoa Pops and then you have like Cocoa Drops and the homeless man was the Cocoa Drops and then the other one's Cocoa Pops. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, this is good enough. Same thing. You have to hope that the probably the homeless man will get some sort of compensation as well. I don't, once again, don't know South African procedure, but I feel like if this happened in the UK, you would generally oh, like... This This just wouldn't happen in the UK. I don't think it honest. would. If this happened in the UK, I would... To be fair, I'm surprised it's happened in South I just can't believe this would be the solution that you think, oh, he's got away. 
Oi, you. I just love the fact that they that they panicked that much that they had to just grab anybody. They couldn't have just gone back and been like, just to let you know, kind of lost the guy. You feel you know, it would like be better. what's what's worse, getting done for kidnap and like picking up some random guy who they clearly knew looked nothing like the other dude and took him back in hopes that somebody would realise like or hope that somebody would not realise. Sorry, or like just being like, oh. No, he evaded us. Like you know, because stuff like that must happen all the time. I imagine a little. Oh, I mean, I was gonna say slap on the wrist, but you probably get a disciplinary, maybe suspension for being yeah, a bit slack yeah, and being like, trick. But you wouldn't be. Just seems a bit of a, um, Just seems like kind of a panic move, you know. It does. Like, like they weren't thinking straight. They were kind of just like, oh my god, I'm already on like five. I can't have another one, so uh, let's just grab a random guy. The thing is, well, it's not mentioned here, but if I was ever, I'd be double checking all my suspects that these two have been in charge of as well. They probably haven't done it yeah. before because I don't think they get away. But in my head, I'm now thinking that all them people that yeah, said, but- cried out they were innocent, were they? Yeah, but then, like, as their boss, I'd be like, if that's their, their first go to tactic, have they possibly done? Like, obviously, nothing's like the same thing, but like different instances. Like, oh no, I lost the handcuff keys. Oh, the perpetrator accidentally cut off his hand, you know. Turned into an episode kind of, of Saw. Those... <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I like, do. it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you say they clearly didn't think outside the box, right? Story free. I don't even think they thought of inside the box. <laughs> There is that. Story three is definitely about a man who fought outside the box. Uh, I don't know if you know much about this man, so we'll soon find out. This is from the uh, Mirror, Reza Bellucci. Um, he has a bit of a reputation. He basically, this story revolves around, he basically was trying to cross the ocean in a floating hamster wheel. It's a giant hamster wheel for the record. Like it's basically, picture a giant metal hamster wheel with like boys on in like the side of it to help it float. Sorry, when you said boys, I was thinking of like just men going, hello. <laughs> no, you yeah. know, I mean the inflatable rubber balls you find out at sea. As they say in America, buoys. Yes, the buoys. Imagine that with a lot of, lot of them. <laughs> basically, he was going to cross the ocean, attempt to go from Miami to New York City in this floating device for charity, you know, which, you know, fair play, charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to rack up some money. But basically, he didn't really get far. So he set off from shore uh, in his giant floating hamster wheel. He faced complications and quickly returned to shore um, on Miami. Um, they had to come, you know, his... He's basically his little hamster ended up on the beach, sort of stuck there. All the concerned citizens were just, you know, making sure he was safe and that. Um, he just misjudged it, basically. He was trying to do a good thing, raise some money uh, for public services to help homeless people, raise money for the Coast Guard and that. But uh, but what makes this worse is uh, Reza, this wasn't the first time he's gone to water in a strange contraption where he's had to be rescued. In 2014, he attempted a journey, a 3,000-mile journey from Florida to Bermuda in a hydro bubble. And two years later, in 2016, he tried the exact same trip again. He was then rescued off the coast of Jupiter by a Miami Coast Guard who deemed his five-month journey too dangerous and put a stop to his antics. However, really he's... don't think this guy should be in the water. However, he's vowed to never give up. I'm not sure what he has against boats is my issue. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, they're just too mainstream. It does seem like... Why does it have to be a hydro bubble? 
why a hamster wheel? I get that's probably easy to raise money doing something quirky, but quirky boat. Yeah, I suppose the thing is if you go, oh, I'm going to sail all the way over to here, that's going to be like, oh, yeah, people have done that before. But maybe sail further then. I, I just like the idea that he failed once with one of his trips. Maybe, tried it again. maybe he doesn't know how to sail, Lauren. He's just embarrassed about it. <laughs> I feel like they should they should help him sail. I do also like the fact that because he was previously rescued by the Coast Guard, I like the fact that he was helping to raise money for the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard, who, <laughs> who would just rather he didn't need saving all the time. That would be a nice gesture for them. Don't it raise money for them. It's probably more money to get them out. I, I, I do admire the fact that he has this never give up attitude because I'm going to be honest, if I failed in crossing an ocean i don't think i'd go back and go you know what this time this time because if you this time's gonna be different yeah i can feel it if you fail crossing the ocean and you're too far out i imagine you ain't gonna have another opportunity to try again because it will probably be bad news (laughs) yep the sharks are gonna be having their lunch have you ever thought about a nice trip like that big man in the water just sort of not changing the subject but staying in the same subject when you sort of spoke about the hamster wheel I just had this image in my head that he like reversed <laughs> he just started running backwards onto my feet so you're like, basically oh, no, this is not working let me reverse <laughs> so you thought he can't go further forward but he works in the shallow waters and he's like yep yeah, gone too far <laughs> you guys have seen your show I'm going home <laughs> That is boy in my head it's like kinda of like when like places like London and that get flooded and people try to drive their cars through and then they're like, Whoa, nope, too deep, too deep and then you see them trying to reverse and it's like it's stalled. It's that same energy no, that you're going for. I know, I've got I've I've got garlic unicycle going backwards and forwards energy, but inside a hamster wheel. Wow. I mean that I mean that would raise a lot of money. I'd pay to see that. I love Wait, hold on a minute. Isn't it isn't it essentially that scene from Pirates of the Caribbean when they're in that big wheel? Oh no. Oh, it is that would be maybe he watched that and was like that's the next device i need to cross the water yeah that's that's the way to go my guys i kind of right. i kind of like how the pirates of caribbean movie would have inspired him i like that as a uh in my I just head love it because it did not go well in the movie <laughs> yeah he was like i can do it better my yeah. hydro bubble you shows me. me i just like the idea that he was sat in the pub one night with his mates and was just like guys i have this idea and they were like that's really stupid like blah blah, blah. and he was like i'll show you and yeah but it just he did show them but uh, he was wrong but you know what's not wrong and you know what we're going to show the people now kaylee because we're going to take a break and we're going to be back after this on totally buzzed this month Take a trip down memory lane with Tamsin Talbot as she explores her love for Witcher 3. How are you, man? Follow totallybuzz.co.uk on Twitter at totallybuzz.uk. Make sure to like, subscribe and rate the Totally Buzz podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. And we're back. You know, Kaylee, in the break, the um, invention of the hamster wheel rowing machine slash alternative to a boat may not have taken off. But there was also another invention that's been spoken about a lot. I say invention uh, at the Olympics that just happened and uh, about the anti-sex beds that are made from recycled cardboard. They're meant to, you know, no sudden movements, not strong enough to withstand vigorous activity. So it's not an invention, it's a prevention. Wow, that's that's how it actually should be their slogan. If if it if it if it had worked, it should have been their slogan because I was gymnast. Reese McLeggan, I think that's how you say it. I've said that very slowly. It's, probably, down. it's probably a McLeggan. 
McLegan, thank you. Uh, debunk the idea about these cardboard frame beds not being able to withstand vigorous activity and being anti-sex by jumping up and down on them. Uh, he did a little Instagram story where he shouted fake news. Uh, you quite enjoyed this, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I quite like the uh, the phrase. I feel like we could use it in the future, you know, to debunk things if we want to. If we don't believe something's true, and you can just be like, fake news. If his Olympic but, career doesn't take off, he does have a career just shouting fake news at people. Yeah, it's just one of those phrases now, isn't it? I feel like everybody could get on board with it, really. But the one thing about this story, which I find hilarious, is like, yes, okay, they've made these beds that apparently are supposed to stop people from doing the uh, devil's tango. But, you know, there's a perfectly good floor there. <laughs> I just like the idea. They don't, they don't even need a bed! That you went like, out of your way to say the devil's tango. <laughs> <laughs> then you're just like the floor oh. i'm just saying like legit like you don't need a bed and like the worst thing is that they hand out all these condoms and stuff to the olympic players to take home not to use to take home with them that's only for this like, olympic uh, this olympics just, is about awareness I just, I, just, I just i just like the idea that like guys you are amazing talent and stuff but we don't want you procreating. i also like the idea that they would have given a leaflet out with them to be like there are other uses for these water balloons and then there's just a lot of crazy COVID I mean, animals. <laughs> I was like, I can't think of anything else. Nope. I don't nothing. know. <laughs> a I little baggie for your treat. <laughs> <laughs> a little baggie for your treat. That sounds a bit more suspicious than you realise, I think. Would anybody like a Weathers? <laughs> wow. Weathers original are not associated with this. You know what time it is now, Kaylee, after you've gone through that? Oh, is it TikTok of the week? It's TikTok of the week. It's TikTok spotlight time. TikTok Spotlight. Yay! I don't know why I'm still doing the Fonzie, but okay! Now, Kaylee, what is the TikTok you wish to spotlight this time? Okay. So, I mean, I probably have not a very good sense of humour, but um, basically, uh, for some reason at the moment, we're heavily around Australia. Don't know why, but we are. Um, and in this TikTok, there is a guy, and he's on a, um, what do you call it, like a pa- parasailer? No? Paraglider. Oh, paraglider, that's it. He's like paragliding, but he's just got the shoot bit. He hasn't got like the, the pole. Anyway, he's on it, and he's like chilling, and he's just floating up this hill where all these people are, and he's like, the police are coming. The police are coming up the hill. Just letting you guys know, the police are coming. Um, but he's so chill about it. I like but, how like, it's like a whisper nearly. But he doesn't even sound that panicked. He's like... Please coming just just letting you guys know um and like it's just even better he has like one of those um fa- not a fake leg but the ones that they run with you know there's like spring yeah like uh it's like a replacement but it's like uh blades yeah the running blades so it was just so random like all of it just his voice yeah and i just said to laura earlier i was like maybe he's representing the power olympics <laughs> I I just find it weird that he must be thinking those people need to be informed that the police are coming as well. I don't know, maybe there's something going on that we don't know about. Yeah, that's what made me more suspicious. Like, why do you feel the need? Because if I saw the police coming and I'm walking along the road near people, I don't feel the need to turn to them and be like, the police are coming. Yes. (laughs) I just like the idea that you're just like walking along in the park, walking your dog or whatever, and then just from overhead, you just hear the police are coming. (laughs) I also think it's one of those things where if someone said that to you, even though you might be completely innocent doing nothing wrong, you will start to look a bit angsty like, why are they coming? Are they coming for me? What did I do? Oh my- 
This this just reminds me of that time you told me because uh, I stayed at Laura's house one time, or she stayed at mine. I can't remember. Apparently, at one time in the night, I just bolted up straight in my sleep, and we just went. The wolves are coming. You did. I mean, it's same same energy. You did, and you did it ahead of Wolves, the football team, having their only good season in the last decade, and I wish I would have listened to you and put money on it. I feel like you had some sort of prophecy. <laughs> the Wolves are coming. Ah, you don't mean actual Wolves, you mean the football team. Ah! <laughs> Excellent. The police, the police are coming. <laughs> I don't know any football teams nicknamed the police, but maybe that's what he was warning them about. Maybe it's the band, you know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> They're making so- a comeback, guys! <laughs> I just like the idea as well that uh, the guy on the uh, parachute paraglider, whatever you want to say, um, he reminds me of Vector from, uh, is it Despicable Me? I'm honestly, I've never seen Despicable Me. Oh my God. Right. It's not even the first movie. It's like the second or third. Oh, I so will find you, you want I will me to find... be deep into this trilogy? I will, I will find you a clip and you will see what I mean. Excellent. And people no, listening along might, might actually know what you're on about. Wait, did I see Despicable Me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't did I? Or was that the Sky Broadband advert with the Despicable Me characters that I'm now thinking of? God like, damn it, have Despicable I, have Me. I just, have I just uh, uh, blanked this out of my brain? I do. I just definitely got rid of it. I do appreciate that you've linked a guy on a paraglider being like, the police are coming to a film named Despicable Me about an evil genius for kids. I like, I like the link. I like how you got there. The police are coming. And oh yeah. my god, I feel like we should insert an audio clip of this uh, TikTok because it's just it's it's so funny. I mean, the fact that you're doing the voice and impressions every so often is just somewhat enough it's, in some it's ways. A, it's just a really funny clip. I just can't explain you know what though you know what's going to help you explain because with this podcast we do drop a companion article re- linking all the references kaylee made that you may not get included a despicable me clip will probably be included in this article and the tiktok itself so if you're like i want to see this tiktok for myself i want to see what they're going on about head to www.totallybuzz.co.uk and go to the article that's entitled totally buzz uk podcast 2 the companion clip Oh, free, sorry, one episode free. And there'll probably be a witty name of the episode because I'm starting to name the episodes witty names, which you may have not noticed and Kaylee hasn't probably noticed yet. But <laughs> that is where you can find the article. Also, just go to totallybuzz.co.uk in general because that is who we're associated with as a podcast. Also, Kaylee, do you know what Twitter they could follow? At totallybuzzuk. That is correct. And that's sorry, been... I, can, I probably could have sound a bit more enthusiastic about that. Totally buzz. UK. Thank you. I do appreciate this whole podcast was meant to make you sound more enthusiastic. And by the end, we still had, don't really sound that enthusiastic, but hopefully the listeners enjoyed it and now buzzing. <laughs> Get it? Buzzing? <laughs> that was such an evil laugh. <laughs> buzzing. I think, I think you are turning into Vector. I don't know who that is and I will probably find out by episode four, hopefully. We've been Totally Buzz UK. Join us next Monday for another episode. Bye-bye. Good evening. (laughs) Don't forget to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts.